Hi everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. My name is Chuck, and I don't know why I said that. I don't usually introduce myself. I guess you read it on the introduction. But my name is Chuck, and just to let you know, I have no special actually human maybe qualifications to do this podcast or to say what I say about my spirit. But I guess maybe the qualifications are just that, that it is my spirit and I've done and I'm doing the best I can to become acquainted with it and allow it to direct my life. I've also been involved with these steps for about, wow, (laughs) can I say it? For about 55 years since I first was exposed to these steps for recovery. I did not grasp them right away. Uh, As I mentioned in the podcast, the first time was just to do them and, hey, they work to help my life a little bit and uh, made me more employable maybe or uh, let me stay in my case sober for a while longer and then I would say the second stage in these steps for me when I did them was realizing that I did need help and trying to apply them more to my life however at that point I wasn't ready to surrender my life the third time, which is uh, this time, was actually quite a few years ago, and I became super willing to really look at these steps and to try to get help, ask for help with my life. I really surrendered. Finally, I couldn't do anything else. I didn't see any other way out, and I didn't know what surrendering was going to get me, But as it turned out, surrendering was the only way to win my battle with addiction and with life. So enough about me. Uh, This is season two. Every time I say that, I find it hard to believe. And uh, this is episode number six. I'm beginning on the steps again from a purely uh, spiritual point of view this time. And the title for this episode is Step 1, I Am Powerless. And this is part 3, and I promise you this is the final part for this step. Just another little bit of background as to why why you're hearing my voice and why I'm doing this podcast. I had written a couple of books, and writing is really has been my thing. I, I've always thought that That's what God wanted me to do, was to be able to write. I never thought that I'd be writing about uh, spiritual things. Uh, Who knows? I I thought I'd be writing articles, maybe for a newspaper. Uh, That's what I wanted. But in any event, when I finally started to work these steps the way I thought they should be, and the way they have certainly helped me to become in contact with my spirit, I started to write Uh, spiritual type books and after having published a couple of them 
I then had problems with my vision. So I had dry macular, age-related macular degeneration. Uh, one eye became wet, and I was still able to function on the computer. Then the other eye became wet. And in order for me to use the computer, I have to have the magnification up to 300% or so and still use a magnifying glass to be able to read. And I tried, but it turns out that dictation really isn't the way for me. I, I have such a hard time. I want to be able to really examine what I'm writing, etc. So uh, that, that was not the answer. Then one day my wife said to me, and I thought joking, she said, you like to talk? <laughs> Why don't you try a podcast? And wow, you know, out of the mouths of babes maybe or something. I, and I thought about it and I thought, well, I don't really know anything about this podcast stuff, but I'm always willing to learn and I'm never willing to give up. So I investigated got a little bit of basic equipment, which is still what I use now, converted our kind of spare room, bedroom slash office into a studio setting for when I do these podcasts. And so far, it seems to be working out. It's working out for me. I hope it's working out for you too. So let's get started on this uh, third part of step number one, and looking at my life and realizing that it is unmanageable. Let me just say the step again, because uh, for those new listeners, the first step is uh, admitted I was powerless. And when I first did it, it was powerless over alcohol. But now I realize that it's being powerless over everything. So I admitted I was powerless over whatever, and now I say I admitted I was powerless over me and that my life had become unmanageable. And I always uh, have associated a gift from God with each of these steps. And the gift I've associated with this particular step is the gift of enlightenment. Now, I'm sure you've all heard of enlightenment and maybe see it as that person who has prayed and meditated and changed their lives and is in a, say, guru-type state, and finally they realize what everything is all about, and they become enlightened. Well, that's not the kind of enlightenment I'm talking about with this step. My enlightenment to start to really look at this step as a spiritual help for me was sitting in a bar at the end of my rope, feeling I had no place else to go and I was in danger of losing, once again, everything I had. Uh, my job I'd already lost, my uh, ability to drive, my family, which was so important to me. And, and loved my family so much, and yet I was willing to keep doing this stuff to myself to uh, make my life unbearable and, and to make myself hard for anybody else to really love and to put up with. So I was at the point where I thought, well, what can I do? And, and 
I, I finally said, I'm really willing to change my life. Now, for me, that was my enlightenment. So, last episode, we talked about um, admitting that I was powerless. Well, it wasn't very hard to do, and if you listen to the last episode, you pretty much got my take on that. And now, as a result of that, I have to look and look look at my life and say, hey, I'm not doing a good job in managing this life of mine. I basically need help. And I remembered somebody saying a while back, it might have been at a 12-step meeting, that, hey, look at your life. If 10 years ago, or 15 years ago, or five years ago, you kind of laid out your life and you said, oh, I think in five years, I want to be broke. I want to be in jeopardy of losing my driver's license. I want to be rid of this family that loves me. I don't need them. I won't need them anymore. Uh, I... I want to be looking at my life as though it has pretty much come to an end and was a devastation. And I recall he said, if that's what you thought five years ago, and that's the way things are now, then you don't need any help. Things are working out just the way you planned. Well, that certainly wasn't the way I planned my life five years before that, or ten years. I I, I remember when I was a child, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And I went through, like most of us do, lots of things that we'd like to be. But even at the very beginning, I started to feel like I was less than. I was unimportant. I was not worth loving, even. So, any plans that I thought, any way I would have liked to have managed my life, kind of pretty much were self-defeating plans. I found ways to not allow myself to be who I wanted to be. I remember doing art for a while, and I used to love to do these cartoon characters on big paper and show them to people, and everybody kind of said, wow, wow, that's great, and I got praise and all of that. And you know what? I don't know when, but I stopped doing them soon after that. I never did them anymore. And and I, I'm sure now that it's because I never thought I deserved the praise that I got. If I did anything good, I always felt like a phony. And then, after becoming totally immersed in my addiction, every once in a while when I had a lucid moment or a, or a time when I was trying to get well, I always had it in the back of my mind that I wanted to be a Trappist monk. <laughs> and I actually went to the Trappist at one point, and the, the monk that I talked to had said, well, I think you really need to learn to live on your own before you made any decisions to join an order like ours. And wow, he couldn't have been closer to the truth. So in short, it turned out that everything that I did Everything that I did that would be beneficial to my life, that would help me to be a better person, that would help me make more money, that would help me 
be more stable in a relationship. Everything that I tried to do along those lines ended up with me pulling the rug out from under myself. And generally that meant starting to drink again. So now here I am in this first step and I'm looking at my life. Uh, I'm realizing exactly what I just told you, that every time I tried to do something good for myself, it turned out to be a disaster of my own making. So here I was. I admitted I was powerless. I, I had no power whatsoever left to, to help with myself. And, obviously, my life was unmanageable. I could not do it by myself. Hello. That puts me right in the perfect position for the second step. Came to believe that a power that I didn't have could restore me to sanity. And believe me, folks, by this time, I realized that the way I ran my life, or the way I didn't run my life, was absolute insanity for somebody to undermine themselves the way I did. Okay, so next time I'll be starting on step number two, and we'll, I don't know how many parts we'll have to that one. I, I really don't know until we do it. And so see you then. Thank you for listening. And bye-bye.